Welcome to FantasyCast, the official podcast of Fantasy. I am Benny Michelle, joined as always by this year's semi-finalist. How far did no. we get this year? No, oh, quarterfinal. No. How, how far did we get this year? Quarterfinals, very Joined excited. by excited quarterfinalist, A.B. Sun. A.B., how are you? Uh, I've been better. I've been better. You know, the post the post fantasy, uh Depression is not over yet, but we'll get there. Wait, no, you, were, you did. Wait. You did make the semifinals. I don't oh, know wait, hold, on, hold on, yes, we didn't bring you on, yes, relax. Um, but yeah, you oh, were yeah, a semifinalist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you were a semifinalist. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the, the, and and you lost by less than three points, which we'll get into in a minute. But we've already um, we, since it's not a surprise anymore. Let's bring on our guest, the three-time patch winner, champion Eti 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 Etienne Ofsensky. Welcome to the fantasy guest. How many? How many Etis was that out of five? I'm watching. It's it's four Etis followed by right. an Etienne. All right, so it was a pretty, 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 pretty good fantasy season, I guess. Eh. And a Let's third, say. a, a third good. championship, which I believe is three more than my co-host. Um, yeah, between me and AB, we have three championships. I want to. I want to. I want to st- <laughs> start right now just by getting into um, the emotions that went over both of you as that semifinal played out, which, as we know, culminated in a monumentally epically bad performance by um oh no i should well second half performance because the game i mean we know what happened it was close and then it wasn't close and then ab looked like he was going to run away because dak was having an insane first half and then dak and pollard combined for exactly i think it was three three second half points when he only needed like six or something so let's take us through the emotions of that whole sunday well, I, with- I, I wasn't watching so <laughs> i wasn't watching so i had no emotions i was watching her <laughs> um so i uh i checked my phone and it said that i won and i said wait no. well did I, you did you know what the score was going into the sunday night game um yeah i know i knew I, I knew i was up a lot and that unless like dallas had like an insane game that i was likely to win um then we i, I forgot we were watching maybe we were watching a movie or something and i checked well, that halftime and i saw that now it was very close i was like oh well that sucks i guess i'm gonna lose um, and then I watched Curb, and then after Curb was over, I looked at my phone, and I was like, holy shit, I won. Cool. <laughs> so so look at the numbers. Those were like, my <laughs> it looks like Power and Prescott combined for 28.7. So you, I think you needed, like, I guess, 31 or so to to, to pass. You, you needed 31 combined points for the two of them to beat you, and he only got 28. So now let's go to you, Amy. Take us through that Sunday. Uh, so I went out. I took my kids out to a park uh, with the Olive Stones, and we were watching on my phone, not watching, but monitoring the scores. And like every time, basically, I, I, I got off to a really rough start. And I had started Tyler Johnson uh, from the Bucks because he mostly had played the Godwin role the, the, the previous two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started him and over Jerry Judy, who had like sucked all season. And by, the way, is like, and by the way, Judy finished with 6.8. So it wasn't like that. No, I like, know. Yeah. Right. But so it was. So Tyler Johnson didn't get a catch. He didn't get a target. I wasn't sure he was in the game. So that was like driving me crazy. <laughs> but luckily Kirk Cousins like put, put together and he was doing nothing all game too. And he put together a couple of like late touchdown drives to like put me back into like reasonable range to possibly do something. So, okay. I was 16, okay. 16.3 for Cousins to finish today. Right. So I, I felt like I had a chance, although I was clearly behind, like, from the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. And Johnson, yeah. Johnson finished with a zero. And Joe Burrow put up, like, a million, right? I, I take it back. Yes. I, I, I don't know what I was yeah, looking at. I, was, yeah, oh, I think 38. That we I, 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 I was looking at the Burrow. Burrow finished with 38. I was looking at the projected. Judy finished with 7.5. Had you started Judy over Johnson, you would have won. 
Yes, I, I'm aware. No, just just right. <laughs> had you started Robbie Anderson over Tyler Johnson, you would have won. Yeah, had but you I started, ha, this is important. Had you started Josh Reynolds over Tyler Johnson, you would have won. Josh Reynolds <laughs> was not being started. It's, it's, yeah. it's important to just, point. But just, I, I, just to throw in, and, and this may blow your mind, but there are also lineup changes I could have made. No, 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 no. I've looked at those two. So my, my biggest, okay, so obviously I could have made those, and he could yeah. have started Higby over. Um, yeah, whatever. But I had, I had a few bigger blunders kind of earlier in the season. So two weeks earlier, Rashad Penny was up for bid. And I actually didn't put a lot of thought into it because Av had like 30 and me and Stark had like whatever, eight and I had like 10. So I thought neither of us had any chance at him. I thought Av was for sure going to get him. Now, probably Mm -hmm. Av was more focused on receiver than on running back and didn't care at all. But like he was clearly the best pickup. So I just thought I had no chance. So uh, like I was asking around, I I asked, uh, asked someone, what should I put? They're like six or seven. So at some point I had seven. I think I changed it to six. So I could like outbid Stark if we're later in the finals. Stark put six. I put six. He wins the tiebreaker because I was the one seed on 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 ESPN, even though he was the one seed on uh, you know on the power pole. So in past years we would have reversed that and given me Rashad Penny away and not Stark. But but we changed that rule either this year or the year before. So Stark gets him on the tiebreaker and he proceeds to put up like 30 points a week for the rest of the season. Um, now, that, that week, the week of that you lost, he had 19.5, um, which had Stark started Penny's 19.5 over Robinson's one. He actually still would have lost because Kraut really blew him out. But had Penny's 19 been on your team, yeah, you started him over quarter. Would you start him over quarter? Oh, Pollard. No, no, right? Pollard. Yeah, Pollard. So, yeah, yeah that, I, I would easily, I would point by like 60 because of zero dollars and a tiebreak rule that was switched. So, that's regret number one. And I actually do remember switching it from seven to six, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the next regret was earlier that week. Uh, so, Justin Jackson was available for like the whole week, and like the mm. only people who could bid on him early on were the playoff teams, and no one did um, because Eckler was still supposed to be in, but he was questionable. But in the meantime, I picked up like this guy from Detroit who was like the third stringer now, but I had like a good week the week before when I could have picked up Justin Jackson, who had what, like another 25 points, whatever. Who I, I'm trying to see who picked him up in the end. Three? I don't remember. Like a uh, non playoff team got him. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. 12.5. Yeah. So when I finally bid on him on Sunday, I bid zero. And all the other playoff teams, I think, bid zero. But Uri bid like eight because why not? <laughs> he, he was allowed to at that point. 12.5 would have been six more points than you scored. And that would have given you the win. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's like 100 permutations. So, uh, and of course, I could have had some consolation if Crowd outscored me the, the last week because then uh, I would have lost anyway. But no. I outscored Kraut. I outscored uh, Aton. I think I've outscored me the last week. So somehow that, whatever. Of, it's of not the, really relevant. Of the many playoff losses and season I know ending. I out, the only person I know I outscored in the last week is Kraut. <laughs> oh, I think wow. Stark, Stark had the high points that week. He did. Of all the losses, of the many losses you've had and the many season ending failures that you've endured, does this one hurt the most? I, I wasn't. No, it has to, no? Had, like, no, you had, had a, a dominant worse. season. I don't remember, but I've had, I've just, I've gone out in worse ways. I don't know if it was a play. But I, I don't think like, you've gone out like this close off this good a season. 
I've had many week 13s where like, I just needed X or Y to make the playoffs. And like, again, you were at the top of the power. Pole. I'm trying to remind you that you were like, no, no, I was not of... at the top of the power pole. Stark was ahead I, of I said toward, towards the top of the, yeah. the entire year. And then to go out by three points when just you, when he's, when they bench deck in the second half and Pollard can't get, get a run. It's fantastic. I don't want to speak for anyone else. I don't, I, I don't know, but if, if it was me and if I had never won <laughs> and then, you know, had made like such a big fuss to prevent this guy from getting some players. Cause like it was good then, and then still lost to the very guy. Um, I would feel, feel pretty fucking stupid. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I wasn't going to say anything about preventing anyone from getting players. But Here we go. It, out, it was unavoidable. You know what? No, it was, not, it was avoidable. And no, I was it wasn't. It. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as we booked this with Av, I'm like, this is going to come up. You know what? I, I thought of a good analogy this week. And it's from a terrible movie called, uh, I think it's from A Dark Knight Rises. It's one of the Dark Knights. Anyways, when, um, when the guy like screws up the stock market and gives all the money to different people who weren't supposed to have it. Right. So I remember specifically, ah, I've always watching the movie and like, this scene is so stupid. What did, what did they just undo it? Obviously this guy's a maniac and he's giving players and, and money to people who don't deserve them. So obviously everyone in the world would agree that these, this is not where it's supposed to go and they would just undo it. And that's exactly my reaction to this trade. I was like, well, it's clear that everyone would just undo this. But no, it was not clear. Remarkably, there were some people who got the money who said, you know what, I like this money. Let me keep the money. Uh, unfortunately, we did undo it, unlike in the movie. And I think that's a pretty good analogy. I don't agree with your analogy, but oh, we, could, we could move on. <laughs> Wait, wh- why move on? We could actually dig deeper. <laughs> yeah, there's no point. Um, uh, yeah, whatever. You, you uh, continue to be very um, whatever about... Uh, the nature of the trade, but mm. fair enough. Um, so let's let's pivot to you then. Uh, as uh, was this the sweetest of the three titles? Oh, this was by far the least sweet of the three titles. Um, yeah, it was, this was not. Um, yeah, I, I I would I would say I was mostly. I don't know if indifferent is quite the word because but, the, because yeah. Of the trade. Yeah, I wasn't really invested um, in the rest of the season once that whole thing happened. So um, oh, did it? I prefer to win? Yeah, I mean, I like getting. I get I get like seven hundred dollars now, so like I guess I like that. Um, I mean, I, I'm surprised. I mean, your your feelings are valid here, but I feel like if it was if it was me, as someone just yeah, said recently, sure. I would be like, let's let's sh- let's show them, let's show them. Like, I don't need you. Fine. So you want to reverse them? I'm still going to win anyway. And then just like it's even sweeter because. I did it that way. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, I guess maybe I could feel that way if, like, I was, like, playing football. But, like, in, in a situation where it's like, it's not like, oh, now I, like, I have to, I'm going to, like, I'm going to show them. Like, it's just whatever. It's We're counting up numbers of players and see how they perform. Like, it's right. not like, you know, this validates me, my effort or some, something like that. It was just more like it kind of uh, just, like, took me out of the whole season. So, um, you know, I'm still, I still prefer to win versus not winning. Um, I thought it would have been nice if crowd had won. He had never won before and uh, that would have been good, but um, you know, all things being equal. It would have been nice if I won. I had never won before. Oh, no, No, I was not. No. 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 Same. Um, And plus, this is this, 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 it's not, it's both that we don't want you to win and we also want you to lose. Those are two separate things. (laughs) Fair. Um, Yeah, I guess whatever, you know, it's, um, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, But um, yeah, that's kind of just uh, how it was um, from my perspective uh, once it all happened. So it's uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm glad I won. Um, I, I much more enjoyed the other times that I won. I've enjoyed many other seasons where I didn't win more than this one, but uh, you know, 
that's uh that's the game sometimes are, are we are we getting the God, what was that you, you wrote some ridiculous email once after you I, I don't know i forgot which time it was but there's some email that you recapped like how great you were and how terrible everybody else was does that does that <laughs> oh, ring a bell it was more like uh, thanking everyone who contributed to my team's success that year. Um, oh, people took it pretty hard. Like, they did. I remember I was getting these like private messages like, why is I such a dick? Yes, I mean, yes. I don't think you meant it like that, but it was I, just like. <laughs> yes, I do remember. I, I didn't take it that way either, but a lot of people did, and I did hear about it also. All right. Well, I uh, I, I have nothing uh, to contribute in that vein uh, for this fantasy season. Well, the, the silver lining for me is that, you know, I still have something to strive for next season. I'm not like Av where I could just rest on my laurels and the championships mean nothing to him. Mm-hmm. They'll still mean the world to me. So, you know, a lot of... Or, 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 or they most, won't because, you know, you know... Because I'll be, I'll be 50 and, and, <laughs> and this will still be fantasy. <laughs> or, um, or he could just pull a storm, which is go from a championship to a historically... Actually, not historically, like the worst... According to the relative perf, the worst performance of... The worst season of all time. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. We'll see. It's a lot of luck involved. No. <laughs> surely, surely that can't be true. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, one last question on the on the recap here. Amy, how did you feel yeah. with Jamar Chase's 50-point performance post-elimination? It would have, I mean, I was rooting to get most points. I, I came in. Oh, that's true. That's right. You, 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 that's true. You're still in the right. I take it. Right. It right. There was still... So it was great. It was great. <laughs> right, right, right. No, because I, I, I've been in that situation before where, like, I get eliminated in a playoff game and then, like, the next week it's like, oh, now you show up with, like, your insane right. game. Like, where were you a week ago when I lose by two? But, yeah, you're right. With the total points, I guess there was still a lot of wine. Okay. So, good. A, a wonderful season for Avi. Good season for AB that ended um, with joy for many and heartbreak for you. And uh, a very mediocre season by uh, yours, Joel. Um, trying to think of anything, anything else notable to talk about from the end of this season before we uh, take a break. Uh, I don't know. Uh, any, any, any last thoughts on uh, Fantasy 2021? Uh, no, not for me, unless you have any questions. That's all. Oh, I guess. Well, is there any specific? I think we yeah, well, in terms of Ross, did you do anything different in terms of like how you? drafted or anything like that that made you uh have a more successful year um i would say the two very conscious things that i did one at the draft and one during the season was in during the draft and i kind of tried to do this last year as well but although i think i did it a little bit smarter this year is that by not uh, by not being high no those i was high both years oh, okay <laughs> um and I think I'm going to go to a, a big gathering of people and not be high. I mean, well, that'd be stupid. It's not going to be fun to talk to everyone. Over. <laughs> um, no. So I, um, I thought for, for a number of reasons, I've been thinking this for some time. And then I think especially because of COVID and like I, the feeling that like, there's going to be just like a lot of people out of games all the time. I wanted to um, go less top heavy and have like a lot of people in the like 10 to 30 range. So that way I would have like a full roster of startable guys right away. Um, and like not have to like settle for those like $1 players and like get, um, like much better players for like only a little bit more money, even like the three and five and sevens. Like, I think you do a lot better on those than the one, like marginally speaking. Uh, what, I don't know what, what, what was Taylor? Cause that one was your, obviously Taylor, your... Taylor I got for 31. Okay. Um, and the, so yeah, so I, you know, I, and I think that that worked well for me. And part of that was then I also like related to that decided I wasn't going to spend fab money early on um, under the theory that I wouldn't need to, because I have like 
solid backups and, you know, like a, a deep roster that I don't need to like jump after that, like early guy. Um, and I think that then put me in a position where I had like a lot of money in the second half of the season compared to everybody else and was able to basically pick whichever free agents I want for, you know, a lot less money than I would have otherwise had to spend for like comparable guys. Cause like, even like, you know, when we got down to like, I really wanted Amon St. Brown, not, not that I knew that he was going to continue scoring 20 points a week, but I was like, this guy is scoring 20 points a week. He's still on a free agent for some reason. And there's like nobody else good on that roster. Like he's getting like 10 plus touches a week. And like, because nobody else had money, I was able to get him for $7 when like I would have paid 30 for him if that's what I needed to do. Um, and then that like put me in a position to still like in subsequent weeks. Like, you know, I did the same thing with Antonio Brown, like skates had to drop him. And I thought he would have could have valuable in the playoffs and nobody else yeah, had I money. Dying. I was dying for him. So I was, yeah, I was able to get him for like $9 because nobody else, had, like I just, you know, figured nobody else could bid much. Um, so, you know, that really set me up. Well, I mean, I, got, I mean, you know, and so like I, you know, free agents really played a role to like, especially at the wide receiver position, which was my weakness the whole season, even though I drafted guys, I thought were pretty good. And DJ Moore was pretty good. Like Cooper was like very up and down. Um, but like my quarterbacks were like super solid, like Herbert and Burrow were just like, Herbert was just like awesome all year. Burrow was like very hit or miss, but like as a second quarterback, that's fine. Um, to like score 30 and then 12 when you're getting the, the solid 20 every week from Bur- from uh, Herbert. Um, obviously, like my running backs were amazing. Taylor was number one. Jacobs was like 15 or so. Javante Williams ended up being in the top 20, even though like he was splitting carries, which is insane. Yeah, big second half. Uh, he's like... Like it's it's it one like what it's like one of the most frustrating experiences as a fantasy person is like when you have like the Javante Williams in a split and he's like a million times better than Gorman. It's like insane. It's like anyone watching the game is like every time Javante Williams gets the ball, he gets like nine yards, and they give it to Gordon and he gets two. And, and you're like, what are you doing? I can I can confirm. <laughs> and like and he's a rookie. Like it's not like oh what do you what, like what's gonna happen? Like like he could be touching the ball eighteen to twenty five times a game. Like it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, he still ended up very good despite being in a timeshare. Um, and I kind of just was like playing, um, like musical chairs with the receivers every week, but like being able to like add, um, like Elijah Moore midseason, who was like for the entire time I had him was like a top 10 or 15 receiver. And then he got hurt and basically slid in Brown, which obviously was just, you know, the timing of that is obviously luck, but like, meaning like, I, I think I put myself in the position where I was able to, um, you know, supplement as needed by kind of like holding my money. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, you know, obviously that all could have back. I mean, I did the same thing last year and it worked terribly. Um, I think I did it a little bit better this year at the draft, but you know, I, you know, most of it was probably luck. So, you know, well, there you <laughs> have it. Kind of how it goes. No, it's a good, that's um, good insights. And there, and obviously a lot of that stuff paid off very nicely, as you explained. So we conclude our look to the past and close the book on 2021. And we'll be, (laughs) don't worry. We will always remember how you lost with this in the second half by two point. I can't do the math here, but uh, less than three points. Um, So we close the book at 2021. And after, and after the break, we will look ahead to 2022, but first a word from our sponsor. Did you know that four in five Americans report experiencing some ear pain over their lifetimes? Don't let this pain take over your life. Uri's ear massages can provide instant relief to your ear trouble. Uri's deep tissue ear massages are guaranteed to work or your money back. Rafi Zlotnik had been suffering with ear pain for 20 years, but now swears by Uri's patented counterclockwise massage technique. 
you don't have to be one of the 80% of Americans living with chronic ear pain any longer. Call URI for your relaxing and invigorating ear massage today at 917-502-9257. And remember, you can't spell URI's ear massages without URI. Okay, we're back with a look ahead to 2022 and a very um, lively exchange on the group this week about potential rule changes. So I think people are really excited and, and animated about what, what's, what next year is going to look like. Well, uh, Therantasy is ever evolving, as you know. Uh, so we've never had a year with the exact same rules as the year before, I believe. Which I like. <laughs> maybe, I like that. Maybe, maybe early on, but we've always had some new rule change every year recently. So I have a few proposals. I assume Av has a few. Um, well, we don't have any. There yourself. was those ones that Harold said. We, we know Harold has a few. I know it's... Yeah, I mean, it, it's a question of where you are philosophically, right? I mean, like, I, I, I think I said to Av, like, the, the way this was conceived with the four-point touchdown is that you want, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying taking a stand on the merits here, but whoever conceived of that wants the 20-point games to look the same, the 30-point games to look the same. Like, they want the great quarterback performance to match the great running back, the great wide receiver performance, I think. Yeah, I, I listen. So, I mean, I guess like my entire starting point to this is that like whatever the like quote default fantasy rules are, it's like should just be thrown in the garbage. Like it doesn't matter. Like they they also have one quarterback starting, which is like beyond insane. That like the most important position where there are thirty viable starting players, like you have leagues that start one quarterback where like the fifteenth best quarterback is on waivers. The whole yeah, season. no, no, it's terrible. We do we did that. And week. like Mahomes goes in like the fourth round because no, like, I, quarterbacks I are that. not yeah. valuable. And my 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 vocal, we we were doing the one QB like we do the one QB and then the flex, which was great, and then they moved, they voted outvoted me and others to go back to one QB. It was terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. That one QB. That's yeah. But yeah, again, but. So it's like, I mean, to me, there's like two, two overriding principles here is that like, A, I just like think that like, to the extent we can, and like, we can't always, like, we should try to make the like, the product we're watching on TV match what's going on in the league. Obviously, that's not perfect. You could never do that. We're not going to have draft offensive linemen. We can't eliminate luck from fantasy. We can't eliminate randomness. We can't, you know, the guy who comes in and vultures a, a, a one-yard touchdown, like, there's really no way to solve for that. Like it just, it is what it is, but like there are things that we can solve for. And just because we can't solve for everything doesn't mean we shouldn't try to improve the things that we can. So that's like principle number one, principle number two, I've already forgotten. Um, let's see if it comes back to me. Oh, but, 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 so, let me, let me respond on principle one though. I actually, wait, just, I, just, I just want to clarify principle number one. So in your mind, you want the quarterback's great game to be statistically a points wise better than the running back's great game. Yeah, why not? Like, like, who, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's like funny because quarterbacks anyway, so that doesn't matter. Also, it's like people, can. people like cite this like to like, oh, we should keep the rules because it's like everyone has the same information. No, no, I don't. That, and like, just draft based on how the thing. So it's like you could say it the other way also. Like, everyone has the same information. Fine. So quarterbacks score hundred a game. Like, who cares? Everyone has the ability to get quarterbacks, and like everyone knows that. And like, if, if the best quarterback scores hundred, the second best quarterback will score ninety five, and like whatever on right. down, and right. it all evens out. Everyone will get those points. So like, that doesn't matter. Um, but like, in terms of like, yeah, like I think that we should try to make like the, that the best quarterbacks in the NFL are the best quarterbacks in fantasy. Like that, that seems like completely reasonable and like logical to me that like you, you obviously it's never going to be perfect. It's not going to like be where it's like quarterback rating is going to match fantasy points. Like that's not what I'm trying to yeah, accomplish. I, I, I forgot who said, it. I think you said it about the, the skill position. Like 
it's very if, if you were introducing a longtime football fan to fantasy football with classic format, yeah. like, like, why, why are the quarterbacks why? not going until the fourth, fifth round? Right. It's crazy. Right. Like, like just because like someone decided a hundred years ago that like <laughs> passing touchdowns should be four points, like they're just like worth less. Yeah. Like, but like why? Like right. It, the 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 typical fantasy draft format does it, it's very strange if you would present that to the typical football fan. So yeah, I, yeah, I do, yeah. I do hear, I do hear that. Yeah. Um, um, and like, yeah, I mean, kind of what I said before, but like I think my second principle now that I remember is just like, don't make the perfect, the enemy of the good, like just because like, it doesn't solve everything. Doesn't mean like we shouldn't like do things that can make that make it better or just make it more like commensurate with how it should be. Like, yeah, it's never going to be perfect. Like you're always going to have like unicorns that like have random skill set that like, Oh, it's like amazing to have that guy because of like the way he gets like extra points. But like, why I, I don't understand like why you would specifically go in and be like, I want to be in a scoring system where like Jalen hurts and uh, Taysom Hill are like better quarterbacks than Dak Prescott because of like, they just like amass these like stupid running yards. Like they shouldn't be worth more or like get like that, like that you want, like your guys at the goal line and you're like, no, I want him to quarterback sneak, not throw it. Cause I'm going to get two extra points that way. It's just why, like, why is that better? Like you want, like, and it's like, it's like similar to the same thing with like the, the sacks that I think is going to come up that like, yeah, like if your guy gets a negative play, you should lose points. Like, is it always his fault? No. Is it sometimes his fault? Yes. Like but the idea that it's like same, just- right. Same thing with interceptions, as we know, the, the butch rule, like it, it's very often not the quarterback's fault. Yeah. And like, I mean, I kind of doing all of them at once, but like the whole, like the, the kind of concept of PPR, um, which like I, I am in favor of in concept, but I just think that there's ways to make it better. Um, like, I just like, I don't love the idea of just like rewarding volume for the sake of volume. Like, you know, 10 catches for 20 yards is like that guy didn't have a good game. But like he gets seven points for that. And like there's something to like rewarding productive plays versus improductive plays. And like, you know, you know, um, the, the guy who gets okay, I'm not saying we should do all these things, but like, you know, a carry is like not a good play if you if you lose a yard or even if you get two yards. Like that's not a good play for the guy's team. Um, but you all all that happens is you get point two. Like there's no penalty for the fact that that was a bad play. Um, and again, I'm not saying that everything has to be exact, but like, these are just like conceptually where I, um, am in favor of improvements that like, just like make more like when you're watching a game and your guy does something good, you should get more points than if your guy does something bad is the, is the concept. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I agree with, uh, pretty much everything I've just said. Um, absolutely not married to anything other leagues are doing. Like I'd rather have a more unique league where it's like, yeah. Oh, we do it this way. And it's just like not just because everyone does that. And also because you did in the past, it might not be as good as something else. The only caveat I would say is for a play where like it's so ingrained to me where I'm like we're, we're so used to PPR at this point, getting something on a catch where like now if, if you took that away and then next year I'm watching fantasy and the guy um, the guy gets a catch and now I didn't get anything for it. It would just like irk me in like the tiniest the tiniest amount every okay, so we can dispense that as a reason not to do it. Is that <laughs> AB, AB will be tiny or tinily irked for the first no, season no, we no, do no. this, and probably for three weeks until he gets used to it. No, I, well, first, I think wait, wait, time. wait, but have you considered the surprise excitement you'll have when your guy gets a first down? Yeah, like, 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 and again, so I want to add the first down, I just don't want to take away the other thing. Like, I mean, like, on our, current, the PPR thing. On, on our current rules, like, if a guy, if you throw, if they throw a wide receiver screen to a receiver and he catches and gets tackled immediately and gets two yards. He gets 0.7 points, which is the same number of points that a quarterback gets for throwing an 18 yard pass. That's stupid. Now, 
under my system, will there also be things that are stupid? I'm sure. But like, we know there are things in this season and this thing that are stupid. So like, we should try to fix them. That's all I'm okay. saying. All I'm it's, saying it's is compelling case, it's just though. that one specific proposal I would vote against for the reason <laughs> I just said. And because I wouldn't get used to it because I have two other leagues where, where it's happening the other way and reinforcing it. So maybe for me, or and this might apply to some other people, we could go down to like 0.25 or there at least be a silver lining to it or whatever. Yeah. So, so the way I would do it actually is I would do it as you get half a point for a reception. You lose a quarter of a point for a target, which means in essence, you get a quarter point per catch because like you get the half and you lose it. So it's really a quarter point per catch. I'm fine. Wait, with that. But wait, therefore, wait, you lose... You Say lose a quarter point per target. So meaning if there's so a throw that's to you and you don't catch it. What if it's like way over your head? There's nothing I mean, you could do about that. Yeah, nothing you can do yeah, about that. Like I, don't, that's I don't like that at all. Well, I mean, again, it's like it's removing the volume aspect. It is, it's like, but it's also penalizing a guy. I mean, I, I understand like we've been saying. Sometimes it'll be his say. fault. Sometimes it'll be the quarterback's fault. It'll probably even out in the long run. I, I don't know how often a target that's not caught is the receiver's fault. The def- defensive backs break up stuff all the time. And now you're saying that's going to be on the receiver. Well, drops is not, I mean, drops is a recorded stat by the NFL, but not by, by fantasy, right? Not that I've seen is that, that. I don't know. I don't know. If, if, if it's it is, drops, we'll do you, that instead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'll, that, that have, that's much less often. Like that drops are extremely rare. I can check right now, actually. Like if a guy has like three drops in a game, that's like the worst game ever. Like it doesn't happen. Okay, but that would kind of accomplish what you're looking for in a way that's less impactful. Right, except then you're then then you're basically a um a half point PPR still. Let me see receiving. Well, I'm fine going to a quarter point PPR. Okay, fine, fair enough. Um, and then have, I would yeah, do they, and then they have, like they, they have, they have uh, either target. a half or three quarters or whatever for a first down. Because I, I think point for first down is very smart. Like I, I, I heard about it that. a few years ago. I think it's a really good rule because it's like there. It's like you're actually doing like if you, if your team needs two yards and you get three yards, like you did a good thing for your team. So like I think that's like a good thing to reward. And like it, and it kind of just like evens out with the, the to an extent with the with the receptions because like. Many of the rece- all the good receptions will still be first downs. We, and... we, we could we could cut off this conversation now because I'm actually looking at the stats, and I don't see that you can do a first down. Oh really? I feel like they used to. I definitely saw it in the past. All right, um, so if they can't um, do it. We can't do it. That's fine. We're um, safety two point uh, hunting. Yeah, there is there's there's a head coach category. Oh my god. Oh, let's add there head coaches. There's a target thing. There right? is target, but there's no drop. And there's also head coach win-loss tie point score. Oh, my God. <laughs> we draft head coaches. It's so stupid. <laughs> yes. No, no, I'm not proposing that we draft head coaches. Um, yeah. why, why is it drafting head coaches and not just drafting teams? Like, it's the same thing, it's, right? No, no, Whatever it's, it is, I want to call Oh, I guess if, you, if your coach gets fired or something, then <laughs> you can pick up a different coach. Yeah. No, there's no – there's pass attempted. There's rushing. There's rush carry. There's no – um. Yeah, there's there's no first down and there's no drop. What else are we supposed to look at? We're supposed to think about oh sack. Is there a sack? That there has to be. There's sacks as a step and not yards. That's fine. Like you can penalize to... for a sack, but it I doesn't think, do it with the yards. I think that's what we should do. I think it's just be minus points for a sack. I have a league where I do that. I did. Yeah. I, I had the same thought. I was the commissioner and I did it. So it, it works out. I like to it. To do what? Negative points for a sack. Oh no! Yeah, negative points as opposed to yeah. But I think Harold wanted to do something with the yards, but there's no way right. to really. Right. I don't think so the NFL. Oh, the NFL does keep track of sacked yards, right? Like five sacks, loss of twenty five yards or something. Uh, what, one, a, a, one other rule that I've yard, one other rule that I, passing yards. I that's guess. right. One other rule that I've proposed in the past that I that I'm in favor of is that 
all fumbles should be minus points, not just fumbles lost. Because like you did, like your guy still fumbles. Like the fact that like the offensive lineman recovered it, and not the defensive lineman, is like nothing to do with your guy. Like he made a bad play. Maybe it should only be minus one for a, for a fumble, and then an, an additional minus one for a fumble loss. So it's like a total minus two. But like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be spared just because like the ball went out of bounds or like your guy fumbled. Yeah, right. I mean, logically, it makes sense. I don't have, like, strong feelings either way. I don't know. Yeah, and you're, you're going to get nicked on those guys that, like, fumble at the line or something, and then they recover it themselves. Like, well, why did I get penalized? Like, so you could do you could do points for recovered fumble. So that'll... that'll oh, so be the truth, the truth is, the argument that you're trying to mimic what's on the screen works to the opposite of that, because if the guy fumbles and his team recovers, in real no, life, but, too, there's no penalty, right? In right, nothing but happens. But he made a bad play. Right, but... But ultimately, no one cares. Like it's it's yeah, the same thing. Coach, it's uh, it's it's functionally the same thing as an incomplete pass, which doesn't get penalized. Right, which probably also should be because again, like if a guy throws sixty times and gets four hundred yards, like that's not as good as throwing twenty times and getting four hundred yards. But you know, again, we can't do everything. Um, but like you know, I I would be in favor of all of this, but I know that there's no uh, constituency for any of it, so that's fine. What um what what else you had? IDP got shot down pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I've been in, I've been at least with IDP. I think it's really stupid. So I, I have no argument for it other than no. <laughs> I just want to try myself. That's what I want to do. If yeah. someone else wants to try, they can vote for it too. I don't know. Um, what else do I have? Oh, so I'm going to propose another voting period, especially with COVID. We need it, like we, we might need to vote again before the season. So uh, that's more administrative than anything. Yes. Um, okay, we, we mentioned this during the year that if... If I have an IR eligible spot and I trade him to you, I think the value should go along that he's IR eligible. That should be kind of trade worthy too. Uh, Aton yeah, was sense. kind of arguing against, but I think we had, we had support for that. Yeah. I think the whole IR thing was don't stash a guy from the, from the waivers and take him as a free agent and stash my IR. Right. So sitting on your IR, you trade him. That's being sort of taken into account. Right. It, it kind of allows for more trading because it's impossible to trade an IR guy. If for you, he's not a bench stash, but for the other guy, he is that drop in value is going to make him kind of untradeable. Which, are we allowed to trade fab dollars? I think we are, right? Yes. yes. Has yes. anybody done it? Yes. I don't even remember. I've done it for sure. At least once. I, I don't know if anyone else has done it. it's a good it's a good way to close a deal actually because when someone's like i don't know you're like i'll throw in 10 bucks or like give me six like it it works it actually does work okay no it's 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 a good rule someone um i think was it oh yeah you told me that you're against like future trades like trading stuff from the next season i think that's a good rule what could you even trade i it's week 16 i'll give you 10 10 of my five dollars for next year oh no that's stupid um, I know like people like in one of my leagues, they talked about trading like next year's draft slots. I'm like that, that's where you get into trouble when you start doing next year's draft and next year's players just like keep, keep, keep got to keep everything within the same year. Yeah. I, I think keep it self-contains. Um, hey, what else you got? Can you trade fab dollars for auction dollars next year? Now we're talking. <laughs> uh, okay. This is the last idea and it's a bombshell. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I think you I'm ready. Put the league into six teams each. One is in the NFC league 
and one is in the AFC League. I Obviously, we'll come up with much better names. I, I love it already, but yes. Yeah. So six teams are drafting NFC players only. Oh, oh I see. No, six no. teams drafting mm. NFC no, players like only. No, no, no. And then no. it creates more of these like division rivalries. They're like, oh, you're not in my, you're my division this year. I don't care about you, but this that's, guy. No, that that's that part's good. It's the winning. Like the real league in a way. No, no. I, I, I like the idea of splitting the league for like rivalry purposes, but not limiting who they can draft. I don't know. I think it makes it. You well, know, then you also have to radically change the roster composition. Why? Because you can't start two quarterbacks and three receivers and all that. No, if you, 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 have you only to, have half the league, half the league, half the uh, players, and half I guess. the team. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes it a lot less fun you're, to you're build a roster. A, you know, you're kind of assigned randomly, probably to like one of them. So. No, see, I, I, I don't like limiting who you can pick that's just that's just like not fun like wait that. do we have do we have six and six of asc fan how many there's the th- two of you okay so we're on or reese for hillel five Hillel's five which is six i think it is six and six nfc fans and afc uh, crowd is cincinnati if anything. right we have right. three jets fans and two Bengals fan one Bengal fan two browns so it is six and six in terms Ooh. of that's kind of funny <laughs> okay by the, way, it, 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 one year. by the way it, it would also one year trial period and in order to stick with it you have to it has to be re-voted on the next year meaning the default would be that it doesn't happen so it's a one-year trial I, period it will be proposed get on board people I, I would i would propose this in two parts i would propose the first part of of two divisions just for like more you know we used to have this in one of my leagues where it was like you had divisions and then rivalries would build and you played the now it was annoying because you played the same team three you, we i think that the schedule was, it was 12 teams and 13 weeks, so you played, I think it was, you played everyone in your division twice, so that was six games, and then you played everybody else, like, once, so that was, it was a way, but no, basically. that's way too many weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry, you played everyone, no, you were, there were four divisions of, there were four uh, divisions uh, of three teams each, so you played everyone in your division, I'm sorry, you played every division. All right, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, who cares? Someone will figure it out. There is a way to do skates, it. But the, do, skates, do the math. Yeah, that is good skates work, but the idea was, especially now that you, we have a 14-week season, there's actually one more extra game to play with. But the idea is that you build rivalries by like you play this, you know who you're playing in the same, like each year you're playing like the same guy. And we could obviously, you know, um, work it around the social rivalries and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, we, we can figure out a system. But I, I, like I said, I would propose in two parts. One part is do we want divisions? Do we want conferences? And then part two, if we're doing conferences, do we want to limit ourselves to who those guys can pick? All right. All right. I know Uri will be on board. And my thinking is, like with all these other proposals, because Uri loves anything crazy, but, um, you know, we don't want Threat to, to get stale. Let's mix it up. Let's be unique. Let's try something no one else is trying. Listen, I actually started, I had the concept for a Survivor, you know, a fantasy league based on the show Survivor. Uh, some people were willing to take a chance on it, and it was a huge hit. And now it has 80 people in that league who love it, and it's going to continue next year. They took a chance. It was fun. It worked out. A so Survivor like, fantasy league? Yes. It's, yeah. It's somebody bad. gets the lowest person gets kicked out each week. Oh, that's so interesting. And you get immunity based on getting the high score of the week before. But uh, so whatever. That's oh, a, okay. It's a, this is a football league. Yeah. No, 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 okay. I, a, I literally thought you were talking about the show Survivor. No, it's no, a no, football it's, league it's based on the rules of Survivor. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, that's fun. Oh, Every yeah, week yeah, somebody fun. gets voted out. That's kind of fun. It is fun. It's very good. It's very but fun. How are there eighty people? Oh, because oh, okay. There's different leagues, and then there's a merge. You know. The tribe is spoken. I, I like it. We can have a whole other episode just about that. <laughs> That's fun. Okay, cool. 
Um, but I'm just saying, try try something new, and maybe it'll be really good. You never know until you try it. All right. I look forward to seeing all the proposals. Um, before we go, are we like done? Because I have one more thing before we go. Go for it. Um, gosh, I have to compose myself. Yeah. Um, um, it's been an honor. It's been a joy. But I would like to. Um, I'm going up. Like to. I am planning to step down as commissioner, uh, effective with whoever, whenever we vote on the next person. Um, it's 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 something I. Some, it's something that I, a lot of it I enjoy, a lot of it I take a lot of um, pride in, but um, over, over the years, certain things have just gotten to me more than others. Um, obviously, it, it, the truth is, it was something I was thinking about before the events of uh, December 9th, um, but since that night, it's just been weighing on me because it's, it's not exactly about what happened, but more like I hate being in the position where like, like commissioners do a lot of things, but a lot of it is just maintenance and managing things like making sure that, you know, the train's running on time and like everything's supposed to go that, that like when the things are going the way they're supposed to go, that's like, that's great. And everything's working when I'm faced with a decision that like becomes like, I have to actually put myself into this and like, actually you have to like make something go and be, be in the position to decide. And that could even be a very small decision. Like I hate when like it, it falls to me, like I have to say like, I don't mean like I hate the, the work of it. I hate the emotion of it of like, shoot, I have to decide, should we make the tiebreaker a coin flip? Should we make the tiebreaker like the ESPN system? Like stupid things like that. It's just like, I don't, I, I like when people are happy and I don't like my decision is going to make somebody unhappy, even if it's a good decision. It's just like, and I've been doing those kinds of decisions for a long time. And it kind of, the way things went, and I'm not saying anybody was right or wrong after on December 9th, but just like there were a lot of passionate voices. A lot of people were making a lot of, sensible arguments some of those arguments were in conflict with each other i was and it was just like yeah part of it was the work of having to just sort out the voice notes the emails the text and figure out okay what what should we do but just the weight of these decisions i think i just don't want that weight anymore i think i've um been doing it for a long time and i've enjoyed it and i'm looking and i think uh the league will be in good hands with fresh blood it's always a good idea and yeah so uh we'll see what's next Propose it for next year. <laughs> How long were you sitting on that? <laughs> um, as uh, I could tell you, as uh, I, I certainly relate to you, as someone yeah. who has uh, been in those shoes in the past, um, I've uh, I've commissioned other leagues. Uh, this is not the easiest league to commission. Oh. And, and I would not imagine. And I don't mind, and I like the the back and forth and the, the flow of things. It, it's a lot of fun, um, but like, and, and I don't, and I don't, I don't mind the the feedback either. The feedback's fine. It's just like when things fall to me, I don't like, ha- and and they will. Like ultimately, you know, even if you had like where everybody's on the same page, like there's still stuff because there's enough situations where even if it's not like, even if people like are in agreement of how things should be, like there's still decision made. Like how should this thing play out? There's a situation we've never encountered before. What should we do about it? Like oh, we didn't consider what's you know what happens in a in this situation. Now we have to figure out what to do. It's so, like. I just don't want to be in that position anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I, you know, I'll, I'll speak for myself, but I, I strongly support a, uh, a well, very swinging very heavily in the other direction and doing a one year trial commissionership for uh, Mr. Butch <laughs> and just like see how it goes because <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun. And like, why not? And it would be only fitting. Well, I have some responses to why not, but I'm a little. <laughs> 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 
who won Butch League last year? <laughs> some some reasons why not float come to mind. Yeah, I'll just say that. Um, I, I don't even know what our process. I mean, I, I I don't even know what the next process is. I guess someone puts their name up and then we go to a vote or something. I, I, I we see. So I have to make that decision too. I, I think mean, you're gonna. It's gonna be harder to find people who want to do it than. Yeah, I, I don't think this is gonna be a heavily sought after <laughs> position. If anything else. Um, listen, I th- I think. Both of you, uh, you've obviously done it here before. Abe, I think you'd be, you know, I very good at it. I promise you, I was not doing this. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think they're. Abe, Abe's been paying more attention on the call than Vidi has, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not looking to necessarily to uh, increase my thread to see uh, commitment. Yeah. <laughs> It's um I'll, I'll, I'm subject to the commissioner's approval. I'm happy to still run the tribe lottery, which I know is a fan favorite. And the uh, oh well, that's obviously the you know that's the main gist of the position is, to, is running the, the tribe lottery. Well, the spreadsheet too. I have to, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to the Google Forms. I think you got to stick with Google that. Forms. And I'm also, I'm also not going to hand the reins of the spreadsheet to the next guy and expect them to figure out the. Okay, if, good, good. If, I think Amy, you've seen the guts of that spreadsheet, right? As long as the Binny work is still being done by Binny. Have, 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 I, have I shown you the guts of that spreadsheet? Yes, I've seen it's, it. It's Very insane. Scary. And I, I never had to dig into the guts of it for years until this year when we had to, I had to add a, a whole new week to it. It's insane. And like, well, I, some, I some, be... somehow you're the guts of your spread, your very fancy spreadsheet were very easily exploited a few years ago. So maybe we should look into, you know. Oh, uh, that was a different spreadsheet. What was that? He means the one where Moro yeah. finagled. No, oh, no, 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 no
Twitter at the Therantasy, at no at Therantasy Cast. Uh, we'll be back next year with our usual weekly podcast going up, uh, Francis cast leading up to the beginning of the season. Of course, the draft next, I don't know, August, I guess. So someone else's problem, hopefully. Um, our thanks to our champ at the, at the, at the, at the end for appearing tonight and congratulations on his third title. Maybe better luck next year. Better luck next year to you too, Benny. As always, uh, well, for the last time as commissioner, but whatever, but still, the, oh, and oh, Nova Christopher, I will still be, we'll still be here hosting this, hosting this thing, I hope. Of course, those three weeks have nothing to do with each other. Right, (laughs) not not related at all. Anyway, we'll see you next time. Good night, Amy. This is not like an official Therantasy podcast, it's just like two guys. No, no, it's the official podcast of Therantasy that's not related to the commission. I think it is, I think it is. What gives, if you're not, wait, if it's not being done in your commissioner capacity, what gives you the right to declare this the official I think it podcast, was doing that in his commissioner capacity, but he's 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 retaining that power and not <laughs> right. to I see. Or well, the, the new commissioner has to agree. Okay. Or maybe the new commissioner will host it. I don't care. Either or way, he, or he can just appoint a new people to do podcasts. Or say there can't be a podcast. Or they can do a podcast, but it's not official. This has been a very long end. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night.